God fucking damn it. Hello everyone and welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I'm your host, Sho, and joining me tonight we have the Emperor of Explosions, Riker. Hi. Riveting. So interesting. Thank you for that introduction, Riker. And next we have Alex Senpai. Woohoo. God, I, I have no title. I have no title in no. on the screen. Your title, is, your, one. your title is Senpai. Good enough. Good That's enough. his honorific. Get the terminology correct, Riker. Wow. God. Be, but Jesus Christ. Jesus. Hey, I didn't join <sighs> I didn't join this podcast to save it just to get ridiculed and roasted. This podcast has well, a problem. <laughs> this podcast has a problem. Sure. So today, it's going to be another Sideshow episode, because it's only the three of us, and we're going to talk about a specific topic for a shorter period of time. And what that topic is today is quote-unquote American anime. So there have been a lot of mixed American-Japanese animated productions recently, and I thought it would be interesting to talk about it. So first of all, the uh, most dated, quote-unquote dated, uh, American, quote-unquote American, anime. Stop <laughs> saying quote-unquote, we all get it. No, you don't get it. Okay, <laughs> let me say it every fucking time. Um, is Shelter. <laughs> um, so just a quick uh, recap for those of you who don't know what Shelter is, which I don't know who you are. Are you living under a rock? Are you even a human? Are you even a weeb? Please get your weeb card revoked if you don't know what Shelter <laughs> is, but I'll explain anyways. Um, it's a music bureau... Ugh. Let me say. Let me please, start that again. Please explain it's, it to us. Shut up. Okay, I am the senpai of this podcast. <laughs> I don't care about your honorific, so don't interrupt me. Okay, uh, Shelter is a music video premiere that uh, premiered on YouTube on October eighteenth, twenty sixteen. It was produced by the American DJ Porter Robinson and the French DJ Madion, and it was in produced in collaboration with the American company Crunchyroll and the Japanese studio A1 Pictures. And it blew up the internet and everyone knows about it. So what do you guys think about it? Thank God no one was running in it because it was done by A1. It was it was very good. Best <laughs> yeah, I I think it was the best thing A1's done in the last year. Yeah, I would actually agree with that. Um I, I the music was fantastic. Of course it was a music video, so that's its main appeal, but um I just thought just everything about it was top notch. The music, the animation, the, the, the designs, especially the character design, character design, because there's really only one character in it. Um, what about the dad? Huh? Spoilers. Well, what about the dad? Okay, <laughs> that was a slight, was a slight spoiler. I'm so sorry. Um, I don't know. It was just, it was just top quality, and I just, I thought it was funny that it got so much backlash on Reddit when it first came out. I, I will never forgive Reddit for that. It's fucking racist. It didn't. It didn't get backlash. The mods got backlash. Yeah, because they said it. It wasn't an anime because it wasn't Japanese enough. It wasn't that it wasn't Japanese enough. They thought since it was the music video for an English song by an American, you know, artist, it wasn't anime. But I mean, it was directed by an anime director, made in a anime studio, and I had Japanese voice acting. So. I don't really know what else you need to be an anime. Uh, I don't it looks either. like an anime, and it sounds like an anime, and it has anime uh, personnel in the credits, then it's not an anime. Clearly. Clearly. I mean, to me, it just seemed like there was a bunch of people that got their knickers in a twist for absolutely no reason. I mean, it's close enough. Even if it's not an anime, it's close enough to be considered one. 
What is really anime? That's so actually a good question. What does it mean to be alive? What does it mean to watch them? It's all just subjective. Nothing really happens. But if you are one of the like three people on Earth that hasn't seen Shelter yet, go watch it on YouTube. It's very good. The song's very, very good, good too. Yeah, Kinda it's top notch. It is quite sad. Um, yeah, the song, the visuals are all top notch. I also really liked um, the actual story that it told. I think that the way it was told was very well directed. I liked yeah. how they did. Yeah, and the cinematography is is a plus. Yep, it's really good. I give it an eight out of ten. <laughs> you probably did. <laughs> you probably did. So okay, we can move on from that to the next thing we're going to talk about, which is Castlevania, which was a television series that premiered on Netflix on July seventh, twenty seventeen. It feels like I'm not going to calculate how many months ago. A number of months ago. Um, and it was animated by the American companies Frederator Studios and Powerhouse Animation Studios, and. Even for American studios, the visuals were pretty amazing. Like, better than a lot of seasonal anime that came out this year. It was also, I mean, it was also a lot shorter, so... I mean, I guess so. It's true. If you can spread the same budget over a shorter number of episodes, you could probably get better quality. At least better animation quality. It was very good, though. I enjoyed it a lot. But I also like Castlevania. I like the game series. Mm. So... It was kind of fun to see. Like, I, I love, like... Do that, you think it did the game series old... justice? Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I love that it, like, I don't know, it really captured that, like, old, you know, Victorian gothic horror kind yeah. of aesthetic that, that was in the original games, but, like... Oh, it was in the original games as, like, you know, crappy background pixel art. Oh, well, not crappy. <laughs> not crappy, but background pixel art. So, I don't know. It was cool to actually see it, like essentially brought to life in the way that i always visualized it like as a kid when i was playing those games so i i enjoyed that series a lot it was a nostalgia boner for you definitely was oh yeah that's right you didn't watch it alex i i i didn't watch <laughs> I was like, it. I, I was waiting for you to weigh in and i'm at, like oh yeah <laughs> at the point at the point of recording this i have not watched it so i have nothing else to say wow well yeah i will say that the best thing about it was the visuals for me. Um, the story was like so-so, but it was only four episodes. It's clearly setting up to be something bigger, and it's based on a video game. So what can I really expect? Um, my biggest issue was that it was like supposed to be a supernatural show, but the supernatural lore was kind of um, very basic and kind of kind of unbalanced and kind of didn't really make sense. But I guess that's just the style that they use not my style i didn't like that i'd rather more specific and detailed supernatural work that's kind of that's kind of castlevania in general though like the monsters and stuff are just like you know victorian yeah evil (laughs) monsters so you got you got your zombies you got your you got your gargoyles like you got your classic you know old school monsters and uh i mean they don't really the show definitely didn't try and like do anything crazy in that department i mean the story is about a guy who wants to kill dracula that's there you go that's the basis of it and he runs into zombies and other things along the way that's that's castlevania in a nutshell well i guess for like a turn your off turn your brain off uh like action kind of supernatural kind of thing it was it did its job in that case if that's what it was trying to do yeah Yeah, definitely like a a spec it was a spectacle Very entertaining to watch for four episodes. Yeah, it's pretty good. Definitely need more <laughs> Netflix. 
was wasn't it um renewed for a second season yes. as soon as it premiered? Yes, it has been renewed. Um, I don't know. I don't think they have said when the new episodes are coming out, but they did say it has gotten renewed. Must be in 2018 as part of their 30. Was it 30 new anime that they're doing? It's a lot. <laughs> it's it's a boatload. Uh, oh Netflix. They're doing. Feel- they're doing more. They're, Netflix is doing contributing more money to anime next year than most anime studios do in ten. Well, I feel like they're like most of Netflix's anime is just gonna be like stuff like Fate Apocrypha. Oh, are you gonna complain really? about that? No, like well, that doesn't like, they're actually gonna be like, like cost gonna, them. <laughs> well, they're they're gonna be like a Netflix original series, and Netflix is gonna have nothing but essentially just putting the show out there licensed not yeah that, that that's one thing that's always production. bothered me with netflix yeah like, like i get them i get them saying netflix original series on something like uh stranger things stuff like that but then when you watch like you know little witch academia or fate apocrypha and they're like check out this new netflix original series little witch academia it's like this the series has been around before it was on netflix and you, the Netflix was not even involved in the production. Yeah. Financially or creatively. So <laughs> nice uh, label there. Yeah, that stuff's always bothered me. And I feel like most of the anime next year, most of this like 30 new anime is going to be stuff like that. Oh, really? I did not. Yeah. I did not take I don't, that. I, I think well, then. I think they're going to have, they're going to have more like actual original stuff though coming soon. But didn't they like specifically say producing 30 new, not like. 30 new Netflix originals? I, who, who, actually, I, who actually knows how Netflix does anything? They keep everything so secret. I think they just said 30 new anime. Oh, uh, well. I don't, well, that's... <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think it's going to be, like, in-house stuff. I think it's just going to be 30 anime shows that are going to air on Netflix first. Well, that's about as much as Crunchyroll gets per season. More or less. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, then. Speaking of Netflix, uh, <laughs> let's go. move on to the main topic here. here uh, Netflix's uh, main seller and their <laughs> best item in their catalog. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, I just want to say everyone, what ev- I'm talking about. Ev- everyone, what? everyone listening to this, just get ready for the shitstorm. I'm telling you now. I'm not going to argue about it too bad. I've, I mean, I've already, I've already in 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 our you know in our private chats, I've already discussed my issues with show. But I'll uh, I'll summarize them here, I guess when we okay. get into it. Sure. So uh, we're talking about Neo Yokio, which was a television series that premiered on Netflix on September twenty second, twenty seventeen. So that was like Oops. two months ago, right? Yeah. Yes. You know an okay. astonishingly large amount about this already. Um, it was created by the American musician Ezra Koenig of Vampire Weekend. And produced by the Japanese studios Production Edgy and Studio Dean. And the voice cast stars Jaden Smith and Jude Law, among other people. Um, so it is mostly known for the Toblerone meme, basically. Um, <laughs> that's how most people heard of it, I assumed. Um, I personally heard of it through like a news website. I'm like, okay, let me try it out. And... It is, like, really badly produced. The voice acting is bad, except for Jude Law. He was good. But um, most of the voice acting is, especially the main character, Jaden Smith, is really bad. <laughs> the <laughs> the uh, the animation is really bad. The art style is really basic. And the, um, oh, just the script is so horrible. Like, I don't know who wrote that. But. But you love it. But there was, there's, like, a line. Like, there's. 
good writing, mediocre writing, bad writing, and then just like, what the fuck? Did a human even write this writing? And this was the what the fuck writing? Like, it was so bad, it couldn't have been... No no one could have been trying to make this good. It's like, you couldn't try to make this, uh, like, worse if you... (laughs) It's just, you know? it's just, it's just, it just baffles me. And like, I enjoyed it because I felt like everything was done badly on purpose. Cause there's no way this was an accident. I, Cause like I, a blind man and a deaf man could tell you that Neo Yokio was shit. Like the producers knew this. So this was, I, I saw every, all of the bad things in Neo Yokio as very purposeful. And, uh, I thought it was super funny because it was just really shocking and out of place a lot of the time, and I was really entertained. <laughs> you know, what, you know what I think about the script of Neo Yokio. I, I I equate it to what would happen if you gave a basic idea to a chatbot for an anime, and they were just left to their own devices. Neo Yokio is what would come out. No, I I feel like it, I mean the show honestly felt like Jaden Smith had something to do with the writing process. <laughs> like it, definitely the main character. Oh, very I'm, the the main character is literally just Jaden Smith's Twitter account. Like you, if you follow on Jaden Smith on Twitter, you're like, oh well, I'm just following Kaz from Neo Yokio. Um, I personally didn't enjoy the show. Um, I will agree with everything that uh you just said. Uh, like all the that so jude law actually all was the good at voice acting, <laughs> all the faults but but everyone else in that show it felt like they were just reading like it felt like they were literally just reading the lines off a piece of paper especially jaden smith dear god um like, his hood friends were pretty good though don't you think some of the side characters weren't bad it was just like the main cast just what was the main cast kaz and jude law Kaz, Jude Law, and I guess some of his hood friends, but I don't know. Just everything felt off in this show to me, including the voice acting. And it didn't make me laugh because I felt like so I, I felt like it was trying to be funny and like it was trying to set up jokes about like how kind of awful a person Kaz is, and then it never it never follows through with any of them. So See, I I'm like I, he's doing yeah. something shitty. Somebody's like, hey, that's shitty. And then he goes, no, it's not. And then you expect something bad to happen. And then it doesn't happen. Like, I don't know. It was so much build up. Like, it felt like there was all this build up on jokes. And then none of like, they didn't follow through on any of it. Like, I felt like it could have been really funny. But it wasn't funny at all for me. I hear that criticism a lot. How, like, Kaz is a really flawed character. And um, it looks like they're going to solve his ways or, like, have him stumble upon his own flaws but he never does um but you know i never saw that because (laughs) just like the creators i don't think kaz is a flawed well okay yes he's obviously a flawed character but i don't think they were ever trying to solve his flaws i didn't see that and i wouldn't have wanted that i don't want i don't want to see him become a good person i just want to see him be a fucking piece of shit (laughs) Let's, let's be honest show Kazkan is the is the type of person you aspire to be. Kazkan, uh, aspire? Um, I already I am. am. Already? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think you're quite that level yet. You're getting close, but I don't think you're quite that level. I don't know. It was okay. just like, I mean, I definitely didn't like the main character. He just, oh yeah. man, he was driving me. He just like every time he was on screen, I was just like, oh, I want to strangle you. 
like, <laughs> like I was most of the characters in the show. Like I, I said this before in our, you know, private back and forth about this. And I was like, it felt like I was watching that gen- like generic stereotypical rich boy anime antagonist. That's just like, Oh, I am rich and I have good taste. <laughs> like that, that kind of character. Like I felt like there are like so many of those characters in that show were all that personality type. And like your taste is awful. Mm, I'm so rich. Look at my car. Like it was stuff like that, and it drove me insane because nothing would ever happen to these characters. Like nobody would be like, "Dude, you're a fucking asshole." Like I don't know. It just I, it didn't go anywhere. Like there was the right. whole the whole episode where he's an asshole to his robot the whole time, and his his robot's like, "Hey man, plug me in," and he's like, "Nah, dude, don't worry about it." And then the robot dies, and they just put him in a bus and go home. I didn't get that actually. I didn't get where that was going. <laughs> like it was like I don't know. I thought that, that was a, that was a bad joke. I thought they were gonna build up to like you know the robot his battery dies and then they're fucked. But he's like, like they didn't do anything with it. They were just like oh okay let's go home and they just put him <laughs> in, a, in a bus and went home. Like there was no joke there. Every time the robot was like my battery is dying, there was like dramatic music and like everybody awkwardly looked at him. <laughs> And I was like, what's going to happen? He's going to explode or something? But no, nothing really happened. <laughs> and um, yeah, your problems with Kaz, um, I know it's hard to understand, Riker, but it's called being fabulous. So I get, I... <laughs> I, I, I get being fabulous and I'm okay with it in a side character that doesn't what? get the majority of the screen time. Because I can only take that for very, very short <laughs> amounts before I want to strangle someone. You classist bastard. <laughs> It's like, Wait. I don't know. I mean, I can see, I I mean, I feel like most people really only like the show for the memes. I, I'm, I'm genuinely curious to see how many people actually finished the show, like all six episodes. I did. Uh, I know, I know both of you two did. I did not. I made it, I made it to the third episode and then I was like, ah, there's nothing here for me. Like, fuck it, I'm out. Yeah, I was like, yeah. But I, I'm just, I'm. I'm curious because I, I know it wasn't critically well received, but I would I I would like to know what the general viewer reception of it was because all I know the general viewer reception was was just uh, look at this Toblerone I brought I brought you a big Toblerone I still see you don't deserve this giant Toblerone in like every single comment section I go to like if one of the go, to- if you go to Toblerones uh like anything from Toblerone on Amazon like all of the questions like the the most upvoted question is always do I deserve the big Toblerone yeah, it's like I bet they're loving that. Yeah, I'm sure Toblerone is like, "Hey, man, that's that's awesome." How many people are gonna buy giant Toblerones as meme gifts this year? The big, the big Toblerone is a real thing. It's almost nine pounds of chocolate. How much is it? Isn't it like super expensive? It's almost, it's almost eighty dollars. Yeah. It's oh, US dollars. oh. Plus, I thought it was like of over five hundred. Oh no, but oh, it's only oh, eighty. No, okay. Because because <laughs> of its because of its weight, it costs about twenty dollars to ship it. I mean, that's not bad. <clears throat> You're spending a hundred dollars on a chocolate bar. A most chocolate people, bar. Toblerone's most people are, are delicious. Most people aren't gonna eat it though. No, that would be weird. Yeah. I just How want a big. Can I just get a big Toblerone box? No, get a Toblerone Daki Makara. Yes. See, it, 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 like stuff like that is like what definitely kept this show around and what made this show, I think, popular. Like, I feel like if that Toblerone scene was not in the show, I feel like the show would have flown under like everyone's radar like i know you found it from like a news site but i feel like if that toblerone scene wasn't like a giant twitter meme for three months i feel like everybody would would have been like oh it's got bad reviews let's skip it 
Probably. But then again, it is also pretty unique from a production standpoint. So it might have gotten news coverage by like YouTube critics. So it might have gotten a bit of uh, coverage that way. But yeah, definitely the most of the buzz of it right now is the Topo. No one really cares about it. And you should care about it because it's a good show. I'm so it hasn't been put up for a second season yet, right? Not yet. Not no. I wouldn't be surprised if it gets one. It might. Me neither. I'm pretty sure it has a. I would assume it has a pretty large view count on Netflix because there's a lot of buzz on it. So a lot of memes. So I have a feeling it's got. Yeah. I mean, it's got a fan base. I wouldn't. Obviously, I'm not. It's got two I, of them here. I'm not in that fan base, but. <laughs> See, I just really like uh bourgeois rich bitch uh slice of life where all they talk about is their rich things and how they're better than people which is like part of (laughs) okay i like it okay don't judge me (laughs) that's like part of the reason i watched black butler like i would watch black butler with the scenes of um cl just having expensive meals and sebastian describing all the expensive things that he bought for him and like no plot no nothing no character development just that i would be so happy with that um so it definitely appealed to my biases on many levels that was one of the level um but we haven't heard a lot of what you thought about it alex so what were your opinions i mean i i think a lot of the same stuff that you said about especially particularly the animation and the art style is just kind of either not there or just kind of meh um I thought it was if you're if you're looking at it from a standpoint that it's supposed to be like a parody of like Western culture and like basic shonen anime. I actually enjoyed it from that standpoint. Um, I just thought that the, the absurdity of it was just I couldn't take it seriously, obviously. So I just looked at everything as like a comedy of errors. And if you look at it that way, it's for me at least it was very entertaining. Exactly. And I there mean, are... there, I, I know that you, show don't give a shit about the memes from the show, but I thought some of them were really funny. Yeah, because you're a fucking meme lord, trash face. I'm trying <laughs> to agree with you, you cunt. I know. Whatever. <laughs> Keep going. I mean, there's not really much else to say. The, the voice acting is mostly mediocre. Um, it's just, I don't know. The writing is bad, but I think it's intentionally bad. And if it's intentionally I, bad, I can take it as a comedy. I don't think it's intentionally bad, though. I if think you, it if is. You, if it you, was so if you, intentional. If you watch the interviews with these, with the the, the the Ezra guy, dude, he's so proud of the writing in that show. Have you ever thought yeah, he was proud like, of the fact that it was good satire? It doesn't. There's no satire though. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's it's just like these guys are rich assholes, and that's it. There's, I, there's, uh, there's, not, there's nothing you don't understand the posh life <laughs> and you do i mean i i like i like watching it <laughs> uh i would yeah i, I would have enjoyed it if it like had better visuals to show off the posh life god you're such it's also a superficial it bitch just, it didn't have it there was there's literally like the writing was bad the visuals were bad the voice acting was bad I, there's it's nothing good. there for me. It was good. <laughs> it's worth it's worth mentioning at least for me. I also thought the main character was hot. Sure. Oh, you did too, you son of a bitch. <laughs> um, whatever you say. Um, 
But yeah, I don't agree that it is... I don't think it is a satire or a parody or a commentary um, because I do agree that it failed at those things. I just think it's bad and I like it. Okay. I mean, <laughs> it is bad. I'll give you that. You're not wrong. It, it's definitely bad. <clears throat> okay. So that's it for Neo Yokio. Um, Thank God. So something else that is uh, kind of fudges the line between American and Japanese animation is... Uh, Something called Indigo Ignited, which was a pilot that premiered on YouTube on August 8th, 2017. Which I produced... just watched. <clears throat> yeah, like literally half an hour ago. Yeah, I know. Um, it's eight minutes long, so if you want to invest eight minutes, you can go watch it. Um, it was produced by an American company. I don't really Question know the name mark? of it. Um, it seems very indie. Um, but the, well, this is also indie. But the voice casts are... YouTubers. Uh, yeah, American YouTubers, Nate Wants to Battle, and Amelie, which are pretty famous in the uh, anime YouTube community, if I yeah. am correct about They're that. Pretty, uh, yeah, I would say so. In the, in the Especially in the music community. Mm-hmm. Well, I think they do anime covers mostly. Yeah, right? I mean, I'm saying in the anime music community. <clears throat> yeah. So... Two separate things or not, I don't know. Sure, if you want them to be um so yeah this was really short but i really liked the concept it was about a guy with a mask that mind controls other people's with masks and they're finding this they're persecuting this extinct race of supernatural blue-haired people but um listen i have a mask fetish and if you are going to make a plot about masks i'm going to be down for it um and there was, like, one fight, which I thought was really well animated. I, I would like to see more fights animated like that. Um, the voice acting was bad, though. Um, but, yeah, consider, I most... I mean, when you consider it's from people who have no formal training whatsoever in voice acting, it's not that bad. It could have been a lot worse. I mean, a lot of abridged series by people with no formal voice acting do... I appreciate their voice acting, but I don't appreciate <laughs> the voice acting in Indigo Ignited. I do like their actual voices when they're singing, because I think they are good singers. Uh, Nate Wants to Battle and Emily, but I don't think they were good. I, especially Nate Wants to Battle. I didn't like him as an actor. He didn't really do it for me. Um, but... I did. I thought the premise about mask people was really interesting, and I would love to see more mask people. <laughs> Give sure me masks. Give me masks in every situation. That's another bias of yours. Yeah, I know. Yes. That's not a bias. That's a fetish. That's a straight on fetish. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys, uh, what, if you guys at home only knew. Whoa. I don't know what you're implying, but um, what did you think about Indigo Ignited, Alex? Um, I thought it was, the, like you say, the animation I thought was pretty good. Um, I really would like to know more about the studio that made this, um, if they have any other works that they've done, or if it's something that was just created to make this project. Um, it seems, I mean, it seems very indie, when you, especially with the voice acting. Um, I will say, though, that, uh, and you brought this up while I was watching it, the art style is somewhat reminiscent of fairy tale, um, especially the character style. Um, yeah, the color the color palettes they use yeah are very similar to um, the ones of fairy tale. It's very it's very the the fight scene was really well animated. I thought um, it's just it seems like an interesting fantasy concept. I like you. I, I'd like to see a couple more episodes to see where they're gonna go anywhere with this, or if this was just like a proof of concept thing. Then I'd definitely like to see what the rest of the concept is. Yeah, unfortunately, we're probably never going to. No one's gonna fund it. I'm joking. I have no idea how this is produced. Um, but. 
did you have anything else to say or do you want to move on um i mean there's really not much else to say it's i mean it's eight minutes long it's free it's on youtube um i'm sure we could put the link in this description of this podcast maybe john (laughs) sure um Oh, I was going to say that Nate Wants to Battle did the theme song as That's well. True. And I really like that song. That song at um, the end is really, really good. It's worth, and, it, and it's, they play the full song. So it's worth staying for the whole thing. Super catchy, unlike the sex. <laughs> <laughs> Stick to singing. Okay. <laughs> um. So an, uh, the last thing that we're going to talk about is another pilot, which is called Children of Ether which was a special created by American animator LaShawn Thomas, who is famous for creating Legend of Korra and the Boondocks. Uh, this premiered on Crunchyroll on July 25th, 2017. The music was by the British musician Mr. Hudson, and the character designs were by Japanese animator Hiroshi Shimizu, who also did Michikoto, Ugh. Who also did Michikoto Hachin. Um, so I am the only one who watched this among <laughs> the three of us. Yes. <laughs> so, so i'll just quickly it. say that it is a really great um the background art is really beautiful um i i mean the main appeal of it is that it's like quote unquote i said it again alex yep. quote unquote ethnic um anime because the main character is uh, oh god where is she from what's that american island puerto rico puerto rico yes that one okay she's puerto rican black woman um that is a main character in an anime so i mean she's pretty badass and very endearing um and you know she just kicks ass and there's lots of explosions and fights and supernatural abilities and apparently it's set in like this post-apocalyptic world which i really like i like seeing like torn down buildings and stuff and i definitely recommend it oh and the voice acting is really really good they're english voice actors but i thought it was really good i don't know who they are exactly i don't think i recognize their names i know i hate dubs um listen only the original language only Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but yeah i thoroughly liked it great visuals voice acting i think the music oh yeah the music was really good and the sound design um where like like the crashes and everything was really well timed overall just like it was a 10 in all in all areas and you should definitely watch it it's on Crunchyroll. um it's only one episode i don't know when it's getting another episode i don't know if it's getting another episode but it was really interesting and i definitely liked it so that concludes all of the uh quote-unquote anime did it again. <laughs> yes i did can we call that this episode we were gonna talk about america oh my god no just quote unquote that's all okay. um <laughs> um yeah so a lot of this happened in like the a lot the last few months um which is like a lot happening at one time so i definitely think that this might become a trend which i hope it does and i definitely want to see more of stuff like this because anime that is only um produced by japan i mean it's really good obviously i love anime i'm doing a podcast but it is also like really biased towards japanese like the japanese perspective and i definitely would like to see the medium of anime be applied to different perspectives and i've definitely been enjoying what i've been seeing with these experimental works so what do you guys think i agree i think it's i think i on top of that, I just like to see a little more collaboration between like Western creators and anime studios. I think you could create some really interesting stuff in that. 
Um, especially with some anime directors who have already been doing really Western themed anime like Watanabe. Watanabe. I mean, he's working on something new right now, and and he, he just recently did the um, the Blade Runner anime, and it was really good. Yeah, we could have talked about that. We could have um, talked about that, but we didn't. Since that's an anime for a American property, um, yeah. it was really good. Uh, yeah. But um, that's something that's something you might see come out of this too is uh, Western like. Uh, western uh ips getting an animated which i wouldn't necessarily be uh opposed to there's some western ips that i think could do well in the medium of anime wasn't there a lot of western ips that already got animated like a long long time ago and they all flopped um, like the marvel i mean stuff? there were there were definitely some in the 70s and 80s yeah well i guess i assume they flopped because all old anime flops when you know yeah, where's know. separate legend of the galactic heroes yeah where is my harry potter anime it's called little witch academia <laughs> that's true gender bent gender, gender bent, bent harry potter anime though aqua is significantly worse than harriet magic <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i think that it's a good thing for anime to have more quote-unquote american anime <laughs> lord of the rings um, anime win <laughs> no <laughs> i can't that would be awesome oh god just end it now please i actually i like the movies the books were a bit too much for me. I'm not that smart, okay? I can't read. Um, wow. But I I think the anime would be... If it was an anime, it would be bad. It, Unless, like, they, they got it really well animated. CSI Miami anime. <laughs> <laughs> Big Bang Theory anime. God, no. Just end it, please. Uh, please, show. Just end this episode now. Uh, Before okay, one so of these anime directors actually does this. Wow. Thank you all out there for dropping in to listen to us. We hope you enjoyed it because we sure enjoyed bringing it to you. If you want to check us out uh, on our previous episodes of the podcast, you can find us on SoundCloud and iTunes. If you want to keep up with what we're doing and have a little more fun, you can join our Facebook group, follow our Twitch channel, and visit our website. And if you have any questions, comments, or criticisms of this or any episode, feel free to shoot us an email. Links to all these things are down below in the description. I have been your host, Sho, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, everyone. Good night. Good night, everyone. EA does not deserve big toe villains.